High fives, boys. High fives. High fives all around. Got the hammer. All right. That's one thing. Three, two. Welcome, everybody, to episode 13 of the Practice Squad Pod. We are pumped to have you. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. Thank you for your questions, emails. You can find us on Facebook um, and Twitter. I know the Twitter hasn't been really up to date. We haven't had that many followers. I know our primary means of communication has been Facebook, but you can always email us at the Practice Squad Pod one at gmail.com. Email us some fun topics. We've been getting a lot of topics recently, and we're going to actually do a couple of them on to the show today from listeners. But we always appreciate your support, your shares, your likes. And uh, Jeff, Jeff has a sweet topic he wanted to start the show off with. So I'm here within the dungeon with you know our castmates Jeff and Thaddeus. So Jeff, let's let's kick just, off the show. Just before Jake, you are getting better and better at these intros, man. You sound just. I love it. I love it. That's, that's, that's bias. Getting so great. Guys, Jeff, take it away. Can I be honest with you? I'm yeah, really, let's do it. I, please. I'm really struggling today. Uh oh. I'm depressed. <laughs> okay. No, I'm took re- a turn. I'm, I'm really depressed today. <laughs> okay. This isn't my topic, but I do want to just throw this out there to start. My depression stems from the fact that ISO Joe just got waived by the Pistons, so we're not going to see Joe Johnson. Ooh. Really struggling with that one today. As a <laughs> really ad- struggling. Admin Pistons fan, I am upset. I'm I'm really struggling with the. You the guys could always cheer for a, a good team like the Johnson. Toronto Raptors. Yeah, not anymore. Speaking man. Of raising good, the banner. Speaking tonight. of good teams, that kind of is is where I want to start with this. I know we're we center a lot on football here, but I kind of want to change it up for a second. Is this about the Lions? Because this is why we need your topics, guys. Email us topics because the Lions season's starting to go down, and we need some other <laughs> things to talk about. At the scenes, <laughs> we're scenes. not. Well, well, anyway, sorry, Jeff. So that's that's kind of like that's kind of what made me think about it. I know we've kind of we've talked about this a little bit in the past, but the Lions obviously, like at this point, they've got to go on a miracle run to make the playoffs. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. we we can all agree they probably need ten wins at least to get in. Yeah, and so at two, three, and one. Yeah, you know they've they've got ten games left. They have to win eight of those in and order two, to have any kind of they chance. They have to win out their division games, right. all the division so, games. So the odds of them getting the playoffs are pretty low. It, it's now a I'm rough. It's too. a rough time for just Detroit and Michigan sports in general right now. Oh, terrible! So which brings me to my my point, my my question for you guys. So with the Red Wings rebuilding, the Tigers are the worst team in baseball. The Pistons are two stuck years in, in a row. <laughs> the Pistons are stuck in mediocrity. Michigan football sucks right now. State sucks. Michigan State football sucks right now. <laughs> the Lions suck right now. Literally the only thing we kind of have going for us is like the two Michigan Michigan State basketball teams aren't awful. Isn't Detroit FC good? DCFC baby. They right, just we got won, DCFC. man. Shout out DCFC. So here's my question for you Inside guys. Washer, best bro. And this is also to our listeners as well. Which team do you guys think realistically is going to be contending first like of these teams that are just terrible right now who do you think is going to be the first team to uh, actually contend I, for me um this one's a little biased but i think out of, are we including college as well i th- i think we can college i think we take out like michigan michigan state basketball okay yeah because i think those teams sure. are, are in a good spot i think, they're in spots, I think yeah. of the teams I where we look at michigan michigan state football got it and then we look at the four major sports of lions red wings tigers and pistons which team do you think legitimately, and not just like, hey, they made the playoffs. Right. 
Because, you know, the contends. Pistons could sneak in as an eight seed and make the playoffs, but not be so good. So that caveat totally yeah. changes the question. For me, you know, Thaddeus is our Canadian local, so he may have some out-of-the-country um, bias here. He is, hates the Red Wings, so I'm going to so preface much. this. But well, <laughs> You can hate the Red Wings, but still <laughs> No, it's still good. Like, no, hey. I'm saying this is good. It's, right. it's an outer... Uh, Outside perspective? Yes, exactly. Thank Wise you for, perspective. Yes. So I'll start off. Um, I'm going to go just because looking at the Lions division, it's rough, and I feel like it's going to be rough for a couple more years where we have dominant defense by the Bears, dominant um, all-around team really by um, the Vikings, and then Green Bay, as long as Aaron Rodgers is playing well. and They're, they're they, always a contender. Yeah, they're always a contender. Um, so I'm going to get rid of them. The Pistons, and I'm just going to go with the Red Wings because in baseball I feel like it's a lot of building. And I mean, I don't understand all the dynamics of baseball, but from what I know, I feel like hockey you can have the quickest turnaround, and as long as you're in the playoffs – you have a chance to compete, and we've seen that multiple times. So for me, it'd be the Red Wings. Well, and even last year, you look at a team like St. Louis in the NHL, and we're kind of shifting into NHL podcast here. We won't dwell here too long, but the Blues had, like, the worst record in the they NHL. They fired their coach, man. They fired yeah. their coach in, like, December yep. or January or something. Yeah, January, it was January 1st, something like that. They were the worst team yeah, in hockey. Yeah, and they go on to win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, think, um, I think if you're just talking playoffs, I think it's the Red Wings. But I think if you're talking contender for a cup, I think given what the landscape of, you know, the divisions that everybody's mm-hmm. in, like even the Tigers, they play in a, a fairly decent, I mean, this year, I guess the Twins eh. were the only kind of decent team, but um, but I, I, I think it's probably the Wings, uh, just based on how many games you play, the young talent that they have. Uh, you look at the Eastern Conference in the NHL, yeah, you got some big teams up top, but I mean, you just have to make it to the dance, and I feel right. like... March Madness, and I feel like the Stanley Cup playoffs are places where crazy things happen. And so, yeah, I, I have to go with the Wings. I'm praying it never happens again, but I have to go with that. I think this is such a really, like, it's so depressing, honestly. Like, <laughs> this just, is, yeah. Like, the whole, like, the state of Detroit sports right now. Because we, we went through, I, I mean, I don't know how long ago it was, within the last 10, 15 years, where we had really good Pistons teams. You had really good Red Wings teams. Mm-hmm. Great Tigers. Teams. Tigers were really yeah. good in that stretch as well. The Lions have just sucked forever, so we're just used to that. But honestly, if I'm picking, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I mean, I think the Red Wings are probably a close second. I still think they have a lot of work to do, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this team. But Don't say it. Who do you think it is? I think you're gonna say the Pistons. I know. I think you're gonna say the. T- I I think the Pistons oh are the closest. Oh. I can't believe I'm saying that either. I just I don't see. I mean, the Tigers. You're talking about at least three, more? four, three or four I years before they're a legit contender. I'll be on like my third kid. At least, <laughs> like that's minimum. No. So I I don't I don't know. I just I think some of these teams are so far away. Yeah. I hate I hate to say that. I Jonathan Erickson. Jonathan Erickson was waived today for you Wings fans who have. Uh, been looking for that day. I the thing for the Pistons, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think they have good enough young talent. They've got some of the, well, the guys at the top, but I don't think they have that good enough young talent that's going to develop into a championship caliber team. The re, well, I don't necessarily think they'll be championship caliber. I think that's the question, right? Not necessarily championship. Caliber. I'm talking about like seriously, like contending and actually being like that's a championship caliber. I mean, at least being a team that's <laughs> top, like you know, three or four, you know. As far as like if you're a top four team, you know you're a team that 
is going to be contending for, you know, going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you're a contender. You know, it might not necessarily mean, hey, you're a favorite to win it or you're going to win it, but yeah. you're at least in the hunt, I think. You know, where you're, if you're a bottom half team that's sneaking in the playoffs, you're not going to... Which the Pistons were last year, right? Which they were. I don't know. I just, I think in basketball, it's easier to get a star to where, like, if they potentially can yeah. find someone who's a superstar... That wants to stay. That, that can Well, if you draft someone and find someone, he can take over a game. I think it's easier for that to happen and build around them and yeah. be, be good. Yeah. I feel like these days, though, in the NBA, that, that bonafide, like, team turning around talent coming out of the, in coming into the draft I, I don't think that happens every year like it did you know yeah. 10 or 15 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. maybe i'm wrong but I, yeah, yeah i mean i just i it was just kind of interesting that's I, a great topic though thank you jeff for the great topic especially with the lions going downhill it's, oh man moral of the story is the raptors are raising a championship <laughs> banner tonight we the north wow <laughs> wow the first and north. the oilers beat the wings last week oh, all right so hello so, by the way, other anyway, de- other depressing news for your for our this is our basketball teams in the state of Michigan, like the college teams, are are in a pretty good spot. Right. But some uh, bummer news, and if anyone hasn't heard, but Michigan State Joshua Langford out yeah. again with the foot injury. He's going to be out till I think they said January, January, which is a bummer. And then Franz Wagner, Moe's mm-hmm. little brother, broke his wrist out four to six weeks. That's a bummer for that Michigan team. Wow. So. But just a lot of bummer, bummer going on stuff. with this Detroit well, Andre sports. Diggs right now. gone. Yeah. Erickson for waved. Anyways, but guys, yeah. If you <sighs> thanks for the topic, Jeff. If you guys got anything like this, this is kind of a a directional thing. Just due to like the lull in Detroit sports and with the Lions, we're gonna try to shift gears a little bit maybe during the podcast and talk more about other sports or fun topics just to kind of mix things in we'll still primarily focus on football but we are in the future i think it's a good idea to kind of mix some things in because uh, we don't want jeff to be depressed every yeah start no. of the exactly podcast. so please email us in your fun topics i might not be depressed in a in a few minutes and maybe we'll get there oh Ooh, a little tease <laughs> well, what do we have going for the show we got what we got fantasy stuff well, fantasy I mean, here, football planned what, i think we should on? we do i think I think we do need to mention. I know we talked about well the, the lions, of course. The lions. Yeah. I think maybe we we get into that here real quick and uh, I don't just Michigan lost by the way. Michigan lost. We're kind of intentionally. By the way, did you hear? Michigan? Did you have you seen this this Harbaugh story that's coming out that I, that's going on today? No, no. What is this? So apparently today. Who's better than us? Everyone. Nobody. By the way, I think this will be our <laughs> finest podcast, boys. This, this is going to be our. This good. is going to be our. Let's hear it. This will be our finest hour. Our, our finest hour. You were waiting to drop that. I was one. waiting. <laughs> I was waiting. I actually, I was going to drop at the beginning, and oh. I forgot until just now because you mentioned Harbaugh. Our but anyway, interesting thing I saw on Twitter today. They're talking about. Uh, I think it's footballscoop.com or something on Twitter. Reliable. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, they were, they were talking about. No they idea. actually have broken a lot of college football Scoops. stories, and they have. Twitter sphere, but basically they're saying Jim Harbaugh's camp is lobbying to get him back into the NFL right now. What? Oh, we're Atlanta Falcons. So there is a there is a chance that he potentially is trying to get back to the NFL. So this whole Jim Harbaugh Michigan. I just got a text. Sources close to me are saying Jim and John Harbaugh are going to be opening a new franchise in the NFL 2022 in London, in Toronto. Wow. (laughs) So anyways, that was just that. That's but yes, let's get back to the let's, Lions here. That's you know. crazy, though. I It'd mean, be interesting if that happens. Sad yeah. to see him go, but not really. Anyways, it, Lions. So, your guys' thoughts on the Lions this week? Obviously, a, a a bummer, a loss that, like we said, probably pushes their season further and further. Like, 
Hope makes is, makes the hope yeah. a lot darker. Hope is running away from us. Just when I bought my de- or hopefully got a Detroit Lions hat for my birthday, you know, this is when it stinks. You know, when's you, your birthday? It's not for a couple months. Did you buy a Quandre Diggs jersey Did for you your birthday? Buy yourself yeah. a, br- a no. I'm just hat? saying, like oh. you know, you put it out there. Okay. But anyways, yeah, defense. It's it's so. I mean, you gotta give it to Vikings. They have a good offense, but the defense just continues to get shredded. And like on paper, you're looking at this team like. Where's the where's this terrific defense yeah. we're supposed to have, and and it's crazy because you look at how the Patriots how well their defense is playing without Patricia, mm-hmm. and you're like maybe Patricia's defense is just give up a lot of points and hope Brady scores and carries us. It's I don't know. It's well, yeah, I mean we've talked about it before. It's like he it's he rushes three, he doesn't blitz. It's it's stupid. His defense sucks. I'm sick of him. Tell us how you really Is he feel. on the hot seat this year? Oh, I think he should I be. I don't think he is yet. But, man, like, this vaunted secondary that we've been so excited about and give 142 receiving yards to Diggs, to Stephon Diggs, not mm-hmm. to Clondre. 60 to Irv Smith Jr. Something like 500 total yards they gave up to Minnesota. It's 337 um, receiving yards, and it was 166. This is the best stat. Yards. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, nope. b- before I forget this. They were talking. Someone busted this stat out the other day when I was listening to them talk about the game. Uh, Kirk Cousin dropped back, I think, thirty-four times. I don't know if you guys heard this. How many times do you think he got pressured on the thirty-four dropbacks? Two. Not uh, Jake heard. Jake heard the thing. Is it? No, I just guessed two. <laughs> Actually, I want to say it was one. Okay. Well, he didn't get sacked. That's for sure. It was one pressure on thirty-four dropbacks. So, and the crazy thing is, and I, I texted you guys. I, I was kind of watching the game in spurts a little bit on Sunday, but it. I know last week on the pod you were saying the Lions are rushing three every play, not getting any pressure. It looked from the bits and pieces that I was watching, it looked like they were sending more than three this week, but it didn't. They might have rushed rushed four, maybe. <laughs> yeah, blitzed, quote unquote. Yeah, they're blitz. Ah, uh, man. Just... Boys, this is this is what I have to say about the Lions this week. You ready for this? Let's hear it. It's time to start looking at mock drafts, boys. I did it all day yesterday. I'm officially in that mode. I'm looking. I'm looking to the future for the Lions. I did a little mock draft. Honestly, Jeff, I did when I, I was watching this game Sunday. I was like, all right, the Lions are probably not going to have a playoff spot. We are probably going to be talking about what draft pick on our podcast in the next few weeks. So here's who's here, ready for it, here, boys. I'm ready. With the CBS Sports mock. As the Detroit Lions picking 12, and they select safety Grant Delpit from LSU. Ooh. Not a bad pick, especially after getting rid of Quandre Diggs. Yeah, not I bad. I, I don't know. Walter Football, 17th. I mean, we're not going to be picking 17. We'll be much lower. Detroit Lions select Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. I mean, He's ripping it up. Here's another good one. The Bears suck so well. <laughs> Draftsite.com. With the 14th pick, the Detroit Lions select running back Jonathan Taylor. Just loading up that backfield. Ooh. Is Carrion... Well, he's hurt. You know... Does he suck? He had, he had injuries in college. I like the... What was he? Second or third round? Second he's round. Great, second round pick. I was nervous about his starting to have injuries. doubts on him, too. I'm starting to get, like, a little bit better than Amir flashes. Uh, no, a lot... <laughs> he's a lot better than Amir. He just hasn't had anybody in front of him this year. The O-line's been pretty decent as far as not getting Stafford sacked. Yeah, 
but they've not been decent in terms of helping their running back. No, and and that's that's why I give them a lot of you know grace in that aspect. That our O line was kind of a question mark, and I I just feel like. I feel like you could put any running back on the Lions and they wouldn't be as good as you think they are. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's kind of obvious to say, but like you could take somebody like, I feel like if you put Ezekiel Elliott on the Lions, I feel like he would be not as good player and not a not as good player. I don't think that's a stretch. <laughs> what is going say. on? I can't even. Okay, here, bold, bold prediction. Ready? Yeah. Ty Johnson and JD McKissick. I think they produce more than carry on. In the next couple weeks. That's your waiver wire pickups of the week. I actually, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Honestly, like, and I just said like again, Karen Hanks is going to be really mad at me for saying that. I'm sorry. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But anyways, I, I, I try not to do it. I, I keep thinking of it every time I come close to saying it. Thanks but, for pulling the curtain back. And uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Showing us the thought Idiot! There. <laughs> it's all right. I'm trembling over my words. What, what were you saying? Anyway, You agree with me. You're, you're I, back to I your agreement. I kind of because every time you see Carry on run, it's like he just runs into the back of the offensive lineman, and that's yeah. it. No escapability. Where you saw Dalvin Cook run into the back of his lineman, he's like, oh, you know Jeep what? No, nah, I'm going gonna, gonna to get a little bit to the left, and then there I go. Gone. Touchdown. Yeah. And just like Barry Sanders ran in the back of his lineman, did a spin move, ran 10 yards across the field, then ran up the field, juked six defenders That's what you touchdown. can expect from Ty Johnson and yeah. J.D. McKissick. I think so. Ty hasn't been bad in the, the time he's played. He's, he's been a great change of bad. pace, so I'm, I'm interested to see. And here's the crazy thing. So 2-3-1 and one right now. The next six are the Giants, at the Raiders, at the Bears, Cowboys at home, at Washington, and the Bears. So... Bears, those I'm saying that's three a wash. Three. One four. and one. Four. I think you beat the Giants. No. I think we beat the Raiders. I, I don't know. Think that's a road game. The Raiders have been playing all right. I mean, they got shredded by Aaron, yeah. but but the Cowboys, Shredder. the Cowboys haven't looked amazing. Obviously, they torched. They got Philly. all their guys back. If that's what they're going to be playing with, with yeah. those offensive linemen back with Amari Cooper health. I mean, Amari looked looked solid. You know, he didn't look you know hampered he's, at all. He's such a good route runner so, when he wants to run. I, honestly, I th- I think hurt, the man. issue with Dallas is the fact that they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, I think you're I probably think right. They're closer. I mean, I don't think they're going to be as dominant as they were Sunday night, but I think they're closer to that than what you saw against the Jets for sure. Yeah, and and we are talking about the Lions. So what do we actually know? Nothing. Right, they're going to lose. <laughs> uh, side note, guys. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are on a bye week this week, so your primetime game will not be them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Isn't right. this week uh, the Monday Nighter, Pittsburgh oh, and Miami? Oh, it's going to be a doozy of a Monday night game. So healthy. I'll watch. I got a couple players <laughs> on why? the Steelers. On the Steelers. Again, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, James Conner and their defense. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, James so. Conner. Speaking of fantasy, do we want to do a couple uh, I have. St- sorry, before you, I have one thing that I thought was interesting. I'm sorry to cut you off you're, there. You're fine. I saw this in a Your in transition a, was smooth. In Thank a tweet. You. It was. Thank it you. was. And I'm so sorry that I ruined I'll, it. I'll do it at the top. Go back I'm to so this sorry that I ruined Go for it. it. Go for I just it. really, like, this is an interesting thing for me. There was a tweet about the odds on the next NFL head coach to be fired. I think, obviously, it's Dan Quinn. But I just want to get your guys' thoughts. Outside of Dan Quinn... These were the names that were on that list. Anthony Lynn in with the Chargers, Pat Shermer in the Giants, Freddie Kitchens in Cleveland, Jason Garrett in Dallas, Doug Peterson in Philly, Matty Patty here in Detroit, and then Matt Nagy in Chicago. Of those names, who do you guys think would be – so obviously I think Dan Quinn's probably the first one that gets fired. Yeah. Who Of those names, do you see any of those guys getting fired before the season ends? That was a lot of names. Remind me the second name. Anthony Lynn. That's Pat- that that name stood out to me because they've just so underperformed. 
The Chargers? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, they were going into the season, we're talking Super Bowl contenders, we're talking, like, mm-hmm. these guys are going to run the division. No. Honestly, I don't think... They've not run the division against... The I don't think there's a... Too much, I, see, I think Doug Peterson, I think he's a good coach, and that's funny to me. I think Carson Wentz is actually... I don't think he's the quarterback. Maybe we think he is. So I don't. I don't think too much. But I would agree. I and mean, he hasn't been the same since the ACL for right. sure. But I. I think that definitely the Chargers. I could see something with Fred Kitchens, where this this team loses enough games. I. I disagree, just because of the turnover, in the in that organization over the last several years, and the fact that Baker likes Freddie Kitchens based on last year, really responded mm-hmm. well to him, which is a big reason why he got that job. So I. I don't think. Dorsey can no, yeah. Who's the yeah, GM? Yeah, Dors- I believe Dorsey's a GM. Yeah, because he came from. What's Kansas his first City. name? Is John Dorsey? John Dorsey. I was saying Ken Dorsey. I was like, no, that's, that's a quarterback. That's a quarterback. <laughs> um, but I, I think Dorsey wants to bring some stability to the Browns organization. So I don't, I don't think Kitchens is in trouble this season. I think, and, and Jake, you mentioned him. I wouldn't be surprised if Doug Peterson gets fired from Philly. I mean, unless of I, course they go on this run and they they make it in the playoffs, obviously. But if they miss the playoffs... They have a really end-of-season schedule, though. They do have an easy end-of-season schedule. But if that team with that schedule doesn't make the playoffs... I, I saw it, I think it was in their since their Super Bowl win. They're only like 500 since they won the Super Bowl. They haven't been Trash. that good since then. Yeah, but I feel like... I'm just saying, I think that's a, that's a guy that, that could be let go if they miss the playoffs here but i think the nick Foles factor there where where you went on a super bowl run with your backup quarterback i think that gives you a little bit of a longer leash if you're doug peterson so i i don't think this year i mean we also don't know how what's going on in philly you know like are the fans calling for his head kind of thing i feel like we don't know. Call for the but coaches head our every Philly week. listeners, uh, email us in the practice <laughs> squad. Yeah. Pod Let us know your thoughts. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, don't be surprised. I think if Doug Peterson's a guy, if Philly doesn't finish strong and make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if they let him go. I just speaking of letting people go. Hey, have you checked your fantasy you rosters recently? Yeah, I checked it this morning. Yeah, I check mine way too much. Every day, I actually have to work on that. Yeah, it's kind every of a day. <laughs> so we were talking this week. Haven't done some fantasy content in a couple weeks. Wondered what you guys were thinking in terms of a couple fantasy studs or duds. Yeah, so uh, email us your fantasy studs or duds at the practice squad pod one at gmail.com. But let's get into it. I think a dud for me, and I, I'm still going to hold out hope a little bit on this guy just because of the way our league works and because <laughs> I can keep him potentially later on if he does blow up later in the, in the year. But. A guy is Dante Pettis in San Fran. And I say that in part, I know he had a couple decent, he had a, a good game, I think, two weeks ago. This past week, I don't think was his fault, obviously, because you're playing the in a monsoon. Good thing I played Jimmy Garoppolo this past week. I played both Pettis and George Kittle, not realizing it was a monsoon. <laughs> I did the same and thing. And that sucked. A nice zero from Pettis. But I'm saying that just based on also the trade that happened today with San Fran Manny getting Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. I think that's another For guy. Fifth round. Sorry. No, they, they gave a fifth round with him. It was a third and a fourth for him. Oh, I didn't read the full. So, I didn't read the full thing. <laughs> I just, I just think adding a guy like Sanders into that receiving core, I think that's just more targets that are going to be taken away from him. Yeah. And he's already been off to a slow start. So for me, that's a guy that my leash is is getting shorter and shorter on Dante it, Pettis right now. And, sorry, I want to touch on that just because I also was a Pettis owner and a Sanders owner. Oh owner but seeing that trade today kind of upset me as a sanders owner 
I cannot speak tonight. I'm sorry. Right. Sanders owner. But Nailed just that. because I don't think Jimmy G is that much of a step up from Joe Flacco. Oh, I think he 100% is. I, what, Jake? What are you no. talking about? I, you, as far as, like, you, have you watched any of the Broncos? Did so, you see the corpse of Joe Flacco I, on what Thursday What I mean night? by that is... Can we kick him the, out right the production, now? The production that he will be seeing, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders is like a dink and dunk guy. And with the types of players you have around like San Francisco, and you've obviously seen that they're kind of like a run first type of team, I think it kind of hurts his production. Well, yeah, you have in Denver, I feel like it's a, a chuck the ball and watch him go, you know, type See, but of I thing. See, but I think Sanders actually helps that offense and might, op- might open that offense up a bit more. Look at the receivers they had before him. Nobody's worried Pettis, about Pettis. Pettis, or... Marquise Goodwin. No. Like, they didn't have these breakout, you know, I know Pettis had a good end of last year. Like, he played really well. But it's not like you've got game breakers on the outside. And I think Sanders is a guy that could kind of open that up and give them the ability to stretch the field a little bit more. Or, I, I don't know, I, I think Sanders really opens that offense up a little bit more. I agree. Cause, Maybe I'm wrong. Because right now, Kittle is the only guy in the passing uh, game that you have to worry about. But I don't think so. I think they have good receivers now, but they just don't get the ball to them. You know, I, if you want, they don't. Like they just don't. I mean, but I don't. I, I mean, don't think really they're think, that quality receivers. I mean, do you really I think, think Kendrick Bourne and Marquise Goodwin I think are Pettis like? Pettis is good, and I, I think I do think Goodwin's Pettis is a. I do think Pettis is a good, good talent. He was hurt to start the year, they're was decent. he not? They're he not like a incredible, but I, I would. I just I think Emmanuel Sanders is, immediately comes in and is your best receiver on that. Team. Oh yeah, right. Why but fantasy one? perspective, I'm saying. I still think he. I still think he has the ability to open that offense up. I don't. That's all I think. I'm saying maybe for the fantasy wise, I just I don't like it. Here's somebody that I'm calling a fantasy dud this year, Joe Mixon. Coming into the season, I inherited a dynasty team in this league that these guys are in. And Jake said, Joe Mixon, he's the best guy for fantasy football. You're going to love him for PPR. He's great. Well, he is. He was. He's He's on 0-17. He's so frustrating this year. 84 rush attempts, 254 yards, zero touchdowns rushing. He has two receiving. But, man, he, yes, 0-7 team. That offensive line couldn't block somebody if their life depended on it. But that's my dud right now, Joe Mixon. So are you dropping him? In the no, league? but I'm. I'm. If you're in the D two dynasty league, I'm potentially open to some offers. So hit me a up. second round pick well, for him. I want more than a second round pick. Oh, I, he's a dud this he year, is. not forever. I don't. Yeah, he's a. He's a. It's a dynasty play. If he, I, you know, he hasn't been great. <laughs> that's trade offers. Hit me up. But one of the players I I have drafted, and based off of where a lot of leagues had this player going, I would consider this player to be um, a letdown. I wouldn't say, you know, based off of uh, Zach Ertz, okay? Hmm. Based off of where he's taken in a lot of leagues this year in drafts and his performance, yeah, I mean, if you have him in a partial PPR or a uh, PPR league, he's performing, you know, decent for a tight end. But if you're not in a PPR and you have Zach Ertz, I'm sorry for you. Um, I have him on a couple teams, and he's just really let me down. It's like I'm Greg Olson, you know, somebody who got in, like, the late rounds. Yeah. is <laughs> Some leagues he wasn't even drafted yeah. in, you know. Um, and he's outperformed him. I mean, not recently, but just this week, you know, to this point in the season, Zach Ertz has been kind of a dud. Yeah, I agree. So, I think for me, when I go to a stud, I'm looking at, and I want to try and go with obviously, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Amari Cooper. Those guys have been Darius studs. Slayton. Those guys have been studs, and that's what you expect them to be. Uh, for me, it's a guy that I ended up getting out of the waiver wire, and is currently the number five 
wide receiver as far as points. And that's, I know he's had his last two games haven't been monster games, but DJ Chark in Jacksonville is a guy that's, that's been an absolute stud. Yeah. I think, you know, you look at, he's had quite a few, let's see this. He's had four games where he's been in double digits and his games where he hasn't, I mean, his lowest output was 5.8 and that, but that's against the new Orleans defense. That's been pretty good. Yep. So him and Minshew have a little, little thing going Minshew-mania. on. I think he's got a really favorable schedule going down the stretch outside of a game against Tennessee secondary, which is solid, but DJ Chark's a guy that DJ I like as a stud. DJ Chark, dude, 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 stop. No, get out of here now. So, I don't know if I'm going to be judged for this, but my fantasy stud is a... It's the Lions defense, isn't it? No, but it is oh, okay. a defense. It's the New England Patriots defense. <laughs> I know uh, not every league does defense, but there's a league that I'm playing in. I picked up the Dolphins after... Or not the Dolphins. I picked Patriots. up the Patriots after week one. They're playing the Dolphins. Uh, they've scored a total of 148 fantasy points this season. They have five touchdowns as a defense, which is more touchdowns than OBJ, OJ Howard, most of Cleveland's offense combined. <laughs> they, well, I I don't know if you, do you have like where they rank among other positions on there too. No, I I don't. So have I that. saw that stat. It was pretty crazy. Someone tweeted out that I think they're like point wise, they would be like the number six quarterback, the number five receiver. The number, like, where they were at, like, a running back, they were, like, numbers, like, seven. Like, they were in the top, like, five in a couple of those at different skill positions, too, which is crazy. Which, so this is the first time that a New England defense has been, like, really, really scary. That's because they don't have Matt Patricia calling plays for them anymore. Oh, man. But honestly, like, I know they've maybe not had the, I know we're drifting away from fantasy here, but New England hasn't had the scariest schedule. But can anybody beat them? No. I think you right. can. Okay. I, yeah, I, think. I don't know. I, I think once they get tested, I mean, they really haven't been tested yet. I no. want to I want to see a decent offense go up against them, you know, before yeah. I'm willing to say, wow, this is really, you know, one of the all-time great defenses we'll ever see. Yeah. You know, I want to see a team that's competent on no offense go up against them. So. Jake, you have Some one more, uh, you know, one more stud? I thought I thought about a couple different players. Um, good to know. Not so much, like, studs, but have been kind of, like, value players or like players that may not even been drafted or drafted late that have kind of outplayed their worth you know we have guys the one in particular i think that a lot of people if you had a quarterback like drew Brees or even you know um who else went i mean there's ben roethlisberger um jacoby Brissett has kind of been in a great fill-in for fantasy football um i just think that Jeff's distracting me. Here. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's making he's making faces, writing notes. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Um, but I think Jacoby Brissett, just because for for what people thought the Colts, you know, they wouldn't be as great, or how would this offense look with Jacoby being full time starter? I know we've seen it in the past, but for fantasy value, he hasn't been too bad. So Jacoby Brissett's kind of been not a stud, but he's been a a pretty good value for you know yeah. what he is. Yeah, he's upgraded in one of my leagues over Mitch Trubisky, who I started the Ugh. season out with. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's hope the Bears get rid of that guy and start over, maybe. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. do we want to uh, fly through some? Uh, po- we're gonna hit our power rankings. Power first rankings. Before we go to picks. Oh, we got power yeah. rankings this week. Okay. Yeah. Who All wants right. To, uh, uh, you want me to kick it off? Yeah, oh, kick it off. off. I gotta do mine. All right, Jake's gotta do his power <laughs> rankings on the fly. Uh, Jake, you could take a bye this week if you want. Yeah, oh, it's a bye week. Yeah. So no, my my it. week seven power ranking starting at number ten. I'm going with the Colts. They uh, 
beat Houston in a, a good game. I had the Colts previously top 10 a few weeks ago. I'm putting them back in at number 10. Number 9, I got the Buffalo Bills. Once again, getting another win, and it was Miami. Uh, number 8, I'm going with Baltimore. Uh, impressive road win. I kind of uh, I thought about putting them a little bit higher, but I'm going to ho- hold them at that 8 spot. I got Minnesota at number 7. After They move up after an impressive win over Detroit. Kansas City, 6. My top 5 is pretty similar. The only real change, I got Seattle at 5, Green Bay 4, and then my top 3 stays the same with New Orleans, San Fran, and New England. So... I know they had a bye this week, but I'm going with the Panthers at 10. Um, I still think they're they're still in that. I bumped the Ravens up to 9. You guys know how I feel about the Ravens, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a pretty quality win over the Seahawks. That was a very, very big win. I don't text you guys. Like, I think going on the road to Seattle, it's not an easy place to go get a win. They no. they played really well. Yeah. I have the Bills at 8. Um, even though the Ravens beat the Seahawks, I, I have the Seahawks at 7. I still think they're a good team. It's because of Quandre Diggs, right? Yeah, Quandre Diggs is going <laughs> to tip the scales in. In the West, there, uh, Vikings at six, Chiefs at five. I'm, I'm willing to say that in the next couple weeks we could see the Chiefs dropping, not necessarily out of the top ten, but mm-hmm. I don't know how, how far a Matt Moore-led Chiefs offense will take them. Uh, but still at five, Saints at four, Packers at three, 49ers at two. Kind of weather. I'm not going to blast them for not blowing out Washington. And then as you can guess i'm sure new england at one by the way how much fun did that game look like to play in i would have where they were slip and slide in that i would have loved to have played in that game i was actually like i'd be so mad because i'd be so cold me too i was a receiver on the outside i didn't like that well yeah if you're a receiver because you're basically just out there doing nothing yeah so i i hated those games that's a big guy oh man that would have been fun to play i wouldn't have argued with that part but all right jake what's your power rankings (laughs) my power rankings i'm going texans Colts, Kansas City at eight, uh, Seattle at seven. I'm going Minnesota at six, uh, Baltimore. I'm giving them some respect oh. on the name five okay. because going into Seattle and winning like they mm-hmm. did and having the balls to like just go for the the fourth down play, wow. that is huge to me. And that it's just I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. Keep going, keep going. Right. You're doing great. I made a huge mistake. You're doing great. <laughs> Green Bay after Baltimore, the 49ers. I still think the Saints are the number two team just rolling that Bears defense. Saints and did we look got good. the Pats just blowing out everyone. It's almost like you made those uh, that top ten list just now. But yeah. No, I've had the Saints <laughs> at number two since we started doing our power rankings. Love it. I've had the same almost the same top five. He has. We'll give him that. Not really. <laughs> the Baltimore's new, but yeah. Anyways, guys, should, let's, we, should we pick some games? Let's get to we're, some picks. Jake, you want to do some uh, some updates? Oh yeah, we're doing some updates on some picks. As always, you guys can email us your picks at the practice squad pod one at gmail.com. Please send us emails with your picks, please, and anything else, topics, everything. Share us, like us on Facebook. Anyways, guys, updates on the picks. We got myself coming in at a twenty-eight and nineteen. We have. Uh, Thaddeus at a 25 and 22. We have Jeff at a 23 and 24. Our listeners, we have Grant at 13 and 11, Andy at 4 and 2, Chris at uh, 23 and 12, Roy at 10 and 11, and Zach still at 1 and 5. We haven't gotten some picks from those guys in a couple weeks, so send us your picks. That means they're not listening. We didn't get on them to listen. Yeah. What's your record, Jake? 28 and 19. And I'm what? 25 and 22. 
Okay. Wow. Does the math add up? Yeah, it does. I I'm just you have like nine thousand numbers on that sheet, and I have no idea which one means which. Yeah, so. I'm sorry if those don't add up. That's I might right. have done the math. No, wrong, I trust you. But... All right, let's pick. Uh, let's pick some football games here, boys. Let's pick. We uh, do we want to do the big college game? Should we should we do the big let's get college it out game? Out of the way. Let's do hey, it. Dan, if you're listening right now, send us an email with your picks. All right, thanks, Dan. Although Dan's gonna listen uh, the following week after, so it'll be too late. But whatever. Anyways, Auburn. LSU, big SEC game. Tigers. I'm going to go LSU because a couple years ago in Orlando, I went to the Sunshine Bowl between the LSU Tigers and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame walked it off. Thanks. Last second touchdown. Interesting. But I'm still going with LSU. Okay. Jake, who you got? Auburn or LSU? I have an LSU hat. Wow. Legitimacy. I'm going with LSU. Okay. All right. Do it, Jeff. I'm gonna make the trifecta. No, I love ah! I love LSU. Yeah, you're not getting I love Coach O. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Three peat on the LSU there. What's your coach name? Ed Orgeron. Ed Orgeron. Have got, you seen his Hummer commercial? A, no, but he's got a great voice. I gotta show you the Hummer commercial. We should try to get this. him on the pod. I'm gonna go oh, I'd get love that. that. Get that I'd gear. love it. All right, let's move to the National Football League. Let's go uh, first to San Francisco, where the Panthers will take on the Niners. Jake, who do you got? This is going to be San Francisco's first kind of challenge. Why I say kind of? It's a home game. It's not an away game against a good team. I think this is a Panthers team that is pretty decent, but I think this will kind of be a, a good test for to see the legitimacy. So are you going to do it? Of Kyle Allen. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers so because that's probably the right thing to do. I, I'll, 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 go for it. I'm sorry. I'm going to go, just because this is at home, I'm going to go with San Francisco. I think this is in Carolina. I think Carolina. Probably, I agree with that. If, if San Fran had to travel across again, but I'm going to go with San Francisco on this one. Ooh, you guys are tempting me. I don't think this is a wise one to do. I'm going to go 49ers as well. I think it's probably the Kyle best. Kyle Allen started matchup. five games. I don't I don't trust him yet. They have mm. Christian McCaffrey, bro. Uh, these two teams both look oh, really sad. bad right now, um, but we got the L.A. Chargers. They go into Chicago. Both teams looking rough. Chargers had a big bummer of a loss against Tennessee. Who we got here? Actually, I'll kick this one off. It's my turn to go first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't I don't apologize. Own it. It's my turn. Do it. I'm going with the Chargers. I think they need this game. I think they. I don't think they're completely out of it in the AFC, and I think they know that. I'm going with the Chargers. Chicago, I don't think their defense is as scary as it's been. Yeah. And their offense sucks. Yep. We at the start of the season when we talked about how Chicago lost their D coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Jake doesn't know. Dick Fangio. All right, that is who you got. Ah. Uh, flip a coin, Bears. Going Bears. All right, uh, flip a coin, not really, Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. I did not think about that argument. I'm going with the Chargers. All right, we got uh, the Buffalo Bills. They host the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bills. It's a big game for Philly. They need a win. Thaddeus, where are you going? I'm. Uh, I lived about an hour and a half from Buffalo, just up the QEW. I'm going Bills at home against the Eagles. I think they they look like a complete team. Maybe don't have a massively um, producing yeah. offense, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills. Oh, okay, it's me. All right, yeah. I'm going to go – see, I, I want to pick the Bills, but Miami just kind of came in there and put up some points on that Bills 20, defense. 21 points. 
21 points on the Bills defense. That Bills defense we've been talking about. But it was Miami. Probably playing practice squad players. <laughs> practice squad. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna, the Eagles. What the heck? The Eagles need this win, and they know it. Yeah, I think this is a big, uh, big, big need for the Eagles here. They need a win. Oh, but man, I don't trust them. They don't look good right Whoa. now. I'm going with the Bills at Whoa. home. Yes. Love it. So, all right, uh, next game, Jake, we got the Texans and the Raiders. Where are you going with this one? I'm going with the Texans. Right. I'm, I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going with the Texans, too. <laughs> I just put that one in there because Jake wanted that one. but I like that one. I, I, hate it. one. I, think I don't like that good. one. I think, I think Houston I, – I'm sorry. I think Oakland has a chance to keep it a little bit close. No. I think I think it'll be more competitive than you think. Knock on wood if you're with me. But I'm going with Houston as well. Only Jake. Sunday night football. This this I think is going to be a clean sweep. Green Bay Wait, at Kansas City. Yeah. No Patrick Mahomes. It's... Do we think the Chiefs have a shot? No. It's at, an arrowhead. It is an arrowhead. Oh, I don't think is? they do. I'm going Green Bay. No. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's Green Bay all the way, man. All right, I'll do it. I'll go Casey. Okay. All right. What have you seen in the defense? No, that's no, that's it. a bad decision. No, <laughs> you can't, they can't you stop can't the run. You called me out last week. No, for the I called. Saints. No, no, it was the you Saints. Did call him out Chicago, last week. Chicago, and I stuck with my you pick. Did. All right, all right, Casey. <laughs> Own it. Own it. Own it. All right. Own it. Home, that's for you, Grant. Hometown game. We got the New York Football Giants coming into Ford Field to take on the Lions. Thaddeus, <sighs> what's happening this hit, week? I just hit my head on the wall behind me. Sorry. It's... Uh, I'm. I don't think the Giants are going to beat the Lions. I know we've been ragging on the Lions for the last couple of weeks. So they've been underperforming. They can't do anything. But I think this is one of those games where they they can beat the Giants. I, I think Lions win this at home. 17-12. 12, 12 wow. Three field goals? Yeah. That's our fourth. Or a field Matt. goal <laughs> touchdown and safety. I'm going with the G-Lions. The Glions? The Glions. I'm going to go with the Lions. Sounds like a body part. But watch, Saquon Barkley will just come in here and just shred us. Ben, Look. don't break defense. Matt <laughs> Patricia special. Yep. All right, Lions. I'm going with Danny Dimes and the Giants to come in here. I just, I have a feeling the Giants are just right. gonna, just gonna <laughs> put a dagger in the Lions season. The Giants come into Ford Field. Danny Dimes and Saquon. Golden Tate gets his revenge on the Lions. I got the Giants. Revenge. Are you- so, but that's a smart choice because Chase he's Edmonds happy. had three touchdowns. Jeff's happy if the Lions win, but he's also <laughs> happy if the Giants win. So that's a brilliant pick. Yeah, all right. great pick. Yeah, I think that is that all the picks? that's all the picks. Wow, all... we didn't even go for the Michigan Notre Dame no. one. I mean, we can. I I think that. Did a... you guys see that? Um... I think it's an easy clean sweep there. I think Notre Dame's going to beat down Michigan. Okay, did you Never guys mind. see? We I, won't pick that. I don't game. know who it was, but Michigan was actually favored. Actually, Michigan. According... Is, I was going to say Michigan is the favorite in that I game. I think it was. They were given minus two and... one. They were will... two and a half yesterday. I will say Michigan didn't look completely awful in Penn State outside of that stretch in the first half where they decided to play safeties on. KJ Hamler, Penn State's best receiver, Fastest but in I don't the world. know. I actually I don't think Notre Dame is as good as I don't think that Notre Dame's as good as people think. But I don't know. Michigan's still we're not picking that game. Bad. But guys, uh, next week tune in. We got a special. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to the topic today. I'll throw it out there just so you guys tune in next week if you've listened this far. We have our. Halloween candy draft coming up next week. So spooky. Spooked. Be here for that. Um, But thanks for. I want to shout out Chris for that. uh, For that topic. 
Um, and email us at the practice squad pod one at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Thanks for listening to this. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned. Might be doing a live show soon somewhere, so stay tuned for details. From the hospital room. Oh, my. Oh, from the delivery room. Delivery room. See ya!